Hello, and welcome back to the Inside Out Interpersonal Transformation Podcast with your host, Tommy Acerno, where it is my job to partner with you, uh, powerful, successful, amazing corporate professionals who are struggling with difficult relationship or difficult relationships at work, and not just any relationship. These are key critical relationships. These are foundational relationships to your job, and they are a struggle. It's It feels like a fight or flight kind of response, a reaction to these relationships, knowing, of course, how critical they are. And then what do we do? We transform those. We change those in a way that is much more fulfilling, much more satisfying, feels much more uh, calm, cool, control, content, feeling passion, feeling enthusiasm for the relationship, for your work, for your experience at work. So welcome back. It's it's such an honor to be with you. And actually, this is where I want to start is on that exact topic of satisfaction. Uh, I posted about this in, in LinkedIn a little bit last week, <clears throat> this idea that uh, if you're not 100% satisfied in your interpersonal relationships at work right now, especially those real critical ones, it's probably your your boss or maybe a close colleague or maybe even a direct report that you have. If you're not 100% satisfied in that relationship, you've got some work to do. You have the opportunity for some work to do. 100% satisfaction. That's what we are leaning. That's what we're aiming towards. That is that is what we're working on here is being able to have that high level of satisfaction. Now, which means pretty much everybody is eligible <laughs> because I don't know uh, anyone who is 100% satisfied. But again, that means we have work to do. What I want to clarify, though, very, very, uh, this is very important, is that satisfaction, being 100% satisfied in your interpersonal professional relationships does not mean you feel good all the time. That is not what we're talking about. It does not mean that the relationships are completely devoid of uh, disagreement. It doesn't mean that there's a devo- it, it's, it's absent of any conflict. It doesn't mean it's absent of any opinions. It doesn't mean it's absent of any judgment. It doesn't mean it's absent of any emotions, especially emotions that don't feel so good, like anger, like avoidance, like procrastination, like guilt, like shame. These things are not what it means to be completely satisfied in our relationships. What does it mean? What it means is that we see the richness and value of all relationships and the interactions that you have with them. What it means to be 100% satisfied in your interpersonal professional work relationships is that you see there's value in every moment, in every interaction, every conversation, every email, every uh, Slack, <laughs> every, every interaction is valuable. And if it's valuable, then you're going to connect with a true satisfaction, which is you see the purpose of the relationship. You see the meaning of the relationship. You see the opportunities within the the relationship. That's what it means to be 100% satisfied. And it takes a great deal of awareness and a great deal of consciousness and a great deal of self-reflection 
to be able to see your relationships in this way. Because what so what do so many of us, what does virtually every other person do then instead? Well, what we do is we see that, you know, we have an interaction. So think about in your mind, call to mind maybe a difficult relationship that you have at work right now. Again, this could be with your boss. It could be with a close colleague. It could be with a third-party partner, right, who's outside of your company. Uh, <laughs> it could be with a direct report, someone who, who reports directly to you. Uh, think about that relationship, the one that's challenging, that's one that's difficult. What makes it difficult? Why is it challenging? Usually it's because, well, maybe your values don't line up. You have some values and then they have some values and either they're threatening your values or they're not honoring your values in some way. If that's the case, that's probably going to create a response where you feel upset. You feel angry. You feel that, that fight response where you want to be, uh, where it feels like there's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of defiance or maybe there's that flight response where you're wanting to avoid the relationship. You're wanting to not rock the boat. You feel like you're walking on eggshells in this relationship. That's what that fight or flight kind of response would look like in the context then of your values. So what in the values, these are the things that make you tick. These are the things that you hold to be most important and most dear. Uh, you know, I could ask you to list off uh, 10 values right now, and you could probably come up with them pretty easily. Things like integrity, things like honesty, things like uh, authenticity, things like um, uh, self-worth or mastery or leadership or learning, right? All these different things are kinds of values. So that's probably what, that's one version of what's possibly happening in your relationships is that your values are either being threatened by someone else, at least that's the way you see it, or uh, they're not being honored in some way. And so what do we do? We tend to just stop there. <laughs> it's like, ah, you know, we have that fight or flight response. It's based on this thought or belief. You might not even know you're having this thought. It happens so fast. You just recognize maybe the value is not being honored in some way. And boom, that program runs in your mind. And then it generates an emotional response, which is usually, again, either some kind of a flight, flight response or a fight response. And then we stop there. <laughs> and we're like, ah, and it's frustrating and it's annoying and it doesn't work. And now you're listening to this podcast, looking for some support. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're here. Um, and, and, and of course that's normal and natural. That's, that's, that's how so many of us interact with our relationships to begin with. We tend to just have our automated thoughts running, creating emotions, and then feel like, what can we do about that? Or we get stuck there. We don't really go beyond it. And that's when I come back to and why I want to help really clarify what it means to be 100% satisfied in your relationships means you see the value of the relationship in all of its shapes, colors, and forms. Because there is value in it. What value could be in there for you? Well, first of all, it's going to help you tease out those very values I was just talking about. Because our values can be threatened or not honored, we're going to experience that. In other words, if, they, if our values are being threatened and our values are not being honored, we're going to experience that. Now, that does not mean that you actually know what your values are. <laughs> so notice the experience first. What feels bad inside of me 
in the context of this relationship? Do I feel shame, guilt, anger, frustration, doubt? Okay. There's value in that information, but we have to be able to see that. We have to be willing to acknowledge that deeper truth first. Because if we don't, then we just get stuck with the emotion and the thoughts and we don't really go anywhere with it. And the cycle just repeats itself, actually. That's what happens just over and over and over and over again, which is not fun for anyone. So what do we do? We pause and say, okay, there's value to this interaction that applies to me. And one of the things that could be, not saying it is, but it could be, is clarity on what your values are. What's important to you? What makes you tick? What drives your decisions? What drives your preferences? That's another conversation, but these are all questions that can help bring out maybe what, what values you hold dear to you. And then be willing to label them, list them. Okay, you know what? As I look at all of my, my interpersonal relationships, especially my professional ones, I think really the highest value that, that teases out for me, it calls out to me, is integrity. You know, I, if, I, if I see this, this critical person in my life, this critical relationship at work, and they do something that feels like it's out of integrity, man, I just get so triggered. Ah, so then integrity might be a value for you. Well, what's the value of knowing what your values are? Have you ever had a hard time making a decision? <laughs> Am I the only one? <laughs> uh, no, we all have a hard time making a decision. And the reason is we're comparing a lot of times these decisions to our value system. Decisions are really just going against a, a check system, a check mark system, I guess you can call it, of, uh, of our values. Does it line in this way? Does it line in that way? I actually have two values. It's conflicting, it's competing between the two. If I take option A, it honors one value, but actually dishonors another value. If I go with option B, it's the opposite, right? And so we get confused. It can make it hard for us to make decisions. Very successful, powerful leaders are crystal clear on their values. And if you notice and you watch them, they're amazing on the spot decision-making. Why? It's because they're very clear on what their values are. They can make decisions that come from that place. Okay, so I'm spending a lot of time on, on both values and value. Two different ideas. Values are these attributes, characteristics um, of, of life, of humanity, of people, of earth, of nature, of the universe that, that align with you in some way. They have a deep meaning for you. Value means that there is something, it's, it's worthwhile, it's worth your time to uncover what your values are. It's worth your time to look at your relationships as being a treasure trove of knowledge, wisdom, insight, clarity, power, freedom, liberation, all of these things. Every interaction can be a way. So how do we look at it that way? I talked about it already in the context of values. What are other ways that our relationships create value for us? You ever tried meditating? <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this, you know, there's a good chance you have, or maybe you've tried and it didn't work out so well. What's the point of meditating? Why do we even do it? Well, the whole point is to practice the conscious application of awareness. What does that mean? It means where do we put our attention? 
you know, if I, if I'm walking along and I roll my ankle and my ankle hurts all of a sudden, where does my attention go? Well, it goes to the pain. Uh, if I'm, if I'm listening to some music that I really enjoy and then all of a sudden maybe a, a car drives by, it's got some really loud music with music I don't like, uh, you know, what's, where's my attention going to go? It's probably going to focus on that car. So our attention is always resting on somewhere. And it always goes to the highest bidder, <laughs> which is a metaphor for uh, whatever whatever is the most attention-seeking of our environment, of all of our senses. Whatever is the most uh, uh, titillating of our senses tends to be where our attention automatically goes. So again, what is meditation? Meditation means I'm going to create space where I consciously choose where I want my attention to reside. Instead of just going to whatever the highest bitter sensation is. <laughs> Such a strange metaphor, but I, I hope it makes sense. I think it makes sense in my brain anyway. Um, and so, all right, instead of just resting on the loudest thing, on the brightest thing, on the pain, most painful thing, I'm going to rest it on something else like my breath. Okay. So what's the value of our relationships? It's the same thing. It's an opportunity for you to decide where you want your attention to rest. Do you want your attention to rest on your breath? Do you want your attention to rest on this person? Do you want your attention to rest on listening for opportunities, listening to people deeply, listening in between the lines for what they're saying and what they're not saying? What are they communicating with their energy as well as their words? What are they communicating with their body language? If you can see it, uh, if you're on Zoom or you're in person, or even on the phone, you can you can hear energy come through on the phone. Are you using your relationships in that way? Are you seeing it as an opportunity to extract value? So, what happens if you do that? What happens if you consciously choose where you rest your attention, where you put your awareness? Well, number one, it increases a tremendous amount of freedom a sense of freedom and satisfaction, a sense of fulfillment. Why? Because you're not at the whim of the sensations of the world, of the universe. Your attention, how many times have you heard that? Like, I feel like my attention's getting pulled in a hundred different directions. Why is that? It's because you're not in control of your attention. Because to be very efficient by default, your attention is okay being automated. It's okay just resting on whatever uh, uh, attracts your attention the most, whatever is the most, um, the, the, the most dominant sensation that you can pick up with your senses. It'll rest on that automatically. It's just like breathing. How often do you think about it? Well, unless you're meditating by and large, not very much because it's automated. We do this with our attention as well. But then what is meditation? It's about putting our attention, our awareness on our breathing. Usually and then we can consciously choose to slow our breathing or deepen our breathing. It's the same thing here. I want to use my attention to connect with this other person. I want to rest my attention on this other person and see their humanity, see them as a person, see them for uh, what value they bring. I want to rest my attention on this person that I don't even get along with and invite myself to see what are their strengths, what are their gifts, what are they contributing to the world in a, in a positive way? What 
what do I see in them that's a reflection of myself and my own values? So you can use, so I go back to my, where I started this whole thing. Um, if you're not hundred percent satisfied in your relationships, you have some work to do. hundred percent satisfaction starts to become attainable when you rest your attention on the relationship consciously by choice. And then choosing an intention for that attention, intention for the attention that works for you. For example, like I said, uh, what's the opportunity in this relationship for me to learn? What's the opportunity to be present with this other person? What's the opportunity to uh, practice listening more deeply? What's the opportunity to uh, use my intuition with this conversation instead of always relying purely on my logic? What are my emotions telling me? Whoa, that's a, that's a pretty difficult emotion I'm feeling right now. How interesting that I get to sensate, I, I get to sense that, I get to have that sensation, I get to feel that. Wow, what a miracle. That is a totally different way of interacting with your relationships. And notice none of it has to do with how they're showing up, how others are showing up. It has to do with you. How are you consciously, how are you consciously choosing to use your awareness and your attention in your relationships as a form of practice? Why do that? For satisfaction. For increased satisfaction, for increased fulfillment. I talk about enthusiasm and passion. This is what I'm talking about. Two relationships on the outside could look exactly the same. But if one has an element where someone, one party of that relationship is looking to extract the value of the interaction, the value of the conversation, the value of the other person, the value of learning, wisdom, they're going to feel way more open to what happens in the relationship over time. Now, of course, uh, this doesn't mean we just say, uh, we're wide open, we'll take anything, we'll accept anything, you know, any relationship is fine. You know, there are the, there, the all, everything I'm talking about today is all about identifying that there is a value to every relationship that presents opportunities to learn and grow from. And that can be very satisfying. Now, let's say you come out of that, what, what wisdom did you extract? What learning did you come to? What did your intuition tell you? It may tell you this relationship does not work and, and it's time to make changes that shift it. Everything I'm talking about has, has nothing to do with being passive or doing nothing with it. It means I want to consciously choose to, to put my attention on the relationship, be open to anything that I learned from it, and then make a conscious decision of what I want to do next. Like I said, uh, uh, you know, values, these are the things that make us tick. These are the things that, that make us in a lot of ways who we are. And so who, how you tick and, 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 and how they can support you in making decisions. So if you're clear on your values and you've extracted the value out of all of your relationships, especially those difficult professional work relationships that you have right now, then when you make a decision, it has so much more power behind it. It's a clear decision. You can choose what to do next. When I made the decision to actually exit the corporate world, 
to become an entrepreneur and start my own business. That came from a deep place of respect and, and love and value for my corporate career. I, my, I bawled my eyes out when I left because of the relationships I made there were, were wonderful and amazing. I was extraordinarily satisfied. I don't say, I wouldn't say I was hundred percent there <laughs> close, <laughs> pretty darn close. Um, but I was working on it <clears throat> and you know, I, I cried my eyes out when I left because I knew I was going to be leaving those relationships that I had, that I had forged over many years. Um, but I had gotten the value out of my corporate experience. It taught me everything that I needed to know in order to recognize this next leap in my career, this next change. And when my intuition said, bring your coaching to the world, and I translated that into start your own coaching practice, I followed that intuition. I took, it, was, it was a choiceless choice for me. It, it wasn't a, I wasn't like pro-con listing things all over the place. I just knew that this was the next evolution and step for me in my career, in my journey. It was so effortless. And that's what I want for you. There's a way to experience this life and our relationships and our strengths and our gifts and our talents and our joys effortlessly from our being. We do not tap into that power and that ability without conscious awareness, without consciously choosing where we want to rest our attention. I rested my attention consciously on the tremendous value that I got out of my corporate career. And when I looked at that data and that information and I passed it through my mind and through my emotions and my intuition, I came to an effortless, effortless decision to start a business that has now grown into a six-figure business and is continuing to serve others in this world in a very deep and powerful way, helping others attract satisfaction in their relationships, helping others connect with deeper enthusiasm and passion and purpose helping others get clear on their values, helping others create, extract value out of all of their experiences, and then taking very powerful conscious action and decisions to move forward in their next step. And of course, that's what I wish 100% for you as well. So on that note, I have an opportunity for you. <laughs> I've, I've talked about this in a couple of my other uh, episodes as well. So here's your opportunity that I extend out to you, which is uh, this podcast supplements a webinar that I created. It's about a 20 minute long webinar. It's actually about as long as this, uh, this podcast episode. I think we're getting pretty close. <laughs> um, that dives deeper into these ways to shift that experience of a difficult fight or flight kind of experience with your professional work relationships and reconnect with that cool, that calm, that contentment, that success, that enthusiasm and passion right now. So if you go to www.interpersonaltransformation.com, again, that's www.interpersonaltransformation.com, you can sign up and watch a free 20-minute webinar and uncover these three ways that I cover, that I talk about, uh, that you can apply right away. Uh, I like this webinar format because it's, you know, you have the visual, of course, and then it's something you can watch and rewatch as many times as you want to learn from it. Same thing from the webinar, right? 
uh, or the, uh, not the webinar, the podcast, <laughs> this podcast you can listen to over and over again. And in fact, I, I recommend that a lot of this information tends to come uh, a little fast and it's a little nuanced. And so I do recommend if there's something about this podcast that really resonated with you, go ahead and listen to it again and, and see if you can extract that deeper uh, insight, usefulness and help from it. Do the same thing with my video webinar on www.interpersonaltransformation.com. And, uh, and these are resources for you because like I said, it, 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 a powerful energy, call it whatever you want, you know, universe source, uh, God, uh, flying spaghetti monster, whatever you want to call it brought me to this place, brought me here. It, it, it made a effortless decision to transition from a corporate world into, into uh, entrepreneurial business world so that I could share share these insights and, and learnings and teachings with the world. And so this is here for you. This, our, 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 our paths have crossed now. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And so if you want to, See this as an opportunity to extract more value, extract value out of these words, extract value out of my webinar, extract value out of anything I put out here that works for you and supports you so that you are feeling 100% satisfied in your relationships, which actually everything is connected. Nothing is an island. And by doing this, you're actually going to find 100% satisfaction increased satisfaction in all areas of life. That's how it works. It's all connected. So I wish you the very best, the warmest wishes for a fantastic, fantastic rest of your day, week, life. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>